You're listening to a podcast from 702 and Cape Talk. The Literature Corner. And she's back. Hello, Teresa. How many lit quizzes did you win? <laughs> so many you can't even count. And then who brought your reign to an end? I was trying to remember. Um, it was Babalwa. Was it Babalwa? Yeah. Ah, right. Okay. Well, it's wonderful to have you back. Thanks so much for for coming in. Thank you. Okay, you're going up against uh, Litabo Mailula, who uh, is a master's graduate in jurisprudence, Lahal, one of my few areas of law that I enjoyed as an undergrad law student. Uh, Lita, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. Are you ready? To be the champ for December? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she said that she was a little bit nervous. You don't need to be. Okay. Um, it's fun. It's just for the love of reading and proselytizing the beauty of books. Right. And you know how these games go, man. They're always easy in the car, in the office, or at home. Yeah. And then once, you, once you're actually there, you would, I wouldn't say yes if I was asked to participate in them. It's easier to ask the questions. Yeah. I haven't seen the questions, by the way. So you have to blame Marva and Tlamagwini for them if they're too hard. Okay. And um, the rules are very simple. We kind of make them up as we go along the person that gets a question put to them that question is worth two points if you get it wrong then the other person has a chance to grab one point off you if they know it so kind of simple and then we tally it off halfway through and then we see we see how far we get abel are you ready okay so who shall we start with Uh, teresa you old hat of this we're going to start with you i want you to listen to this clip and then i'll ask you a question I think people were starting to review the book mm-hmm. and it sort of leaked out and then people were reading and I was reading their views on the their reviews of the book and it was like this is real this is out this is it. Yeah. And then I it was sort of a rush of kind of the last 10 years so I I, I went on a kind of a crying thank you tour. I oh. called my brother. I was like I love you. You're such a great big brother. I called my staff. I was like you guys have been terrific. And the question in front of me says what is the title of the recently published memoir of the first African-American First Lady? I was so excited to get a copy as soon as it was out, and I haven't yet got to it myself. What's the title of it? Uh, Becoming. Yes! Give her two points. <laughs> Bonus question, because it's almost Christmas. Okay. Who are the publishers of Becoming? I'm just going to have to guess Penguin. Books. I don't know the relationship between these. Com- okay, you get you get a, you get a point. Penguin Random House. Okay, so you have three points. Wow, already sprinting ahead. <laughs> Lita, are you ready for your first question? <laughs> yeah, sure. That wonderful woman's husband. Oh no, this is a different question. Okay, let me just read it as says. A, hus- a, f- a husband, former President George H. W. Bush, was honoured with a state funeral isola. She penned what many still call the most acclaimed memoir by a first lady. This is a very wordy question, man. What is the title of her post-White House memoir? Yeah. I have no idea. Me neither. Yeah, no. And I've got the answer in front of me, and I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've I still never seen that idea. book in my life. <laughs> Teresa? I'm just going to say Curious George, but I know that's not the answer. (laughs) I have no idea. Barbara Bush, colon, a memoir. Okay. I don't even know it existed. (laughs) Well, yeah, there you have it. Back to you, Teresa. Have a listen to this clip. 
So it's been a process and a half, mm. and selection is never nice because there were times where there's a powerful images, or that I thought that it was powerful, but that it wasn't powerful, you know, to editors that I work yeah. with in the book, <laughs> which which had me so much. Mm. But we were looking at like, how do you work on a number of people who say, okay, if it's 90 images, it speaks on a transition period in South Africa, mm. and if it's 24 uh, contributors, it speaks on the now. As Absolutely. we commemorate and celebrate 24 years of South African That's democracy. Right. Yeah. Teresa, what is the title of Zanele Moholi's long-awaited book, which features well over some 90 of her very evocative self-portraits? I should know this, but I don't. You want to grab no. two points of? I'll give you two. I, I should know this, but I don't. I just knew that it was Zanele in the clip, but I. You want to ask the, the audience? <laughs> <laughs> Sonyama Ngonyama, Hail the Dark Lioness. Oh. Isn't that a lovely title? Gorgeous. Eh? Absolutely gorgeous. Well, here's your, here's your one. Here's an easy one. You're going to get on the scoreboard now, I promise you. Okay. Her 2009 TED Talk, The Danger of a Single Story, <laughs> need I even say more, is now one of the most viewed TED Talks of all time. Her latest book is entitled Dear Ijuale, or A Feminist Manifesto in 15 Suggestions. Mm -hmm. She'll be attending this year's Ubuntu Book Festival. Mm -hmm. What is her full name? Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. Yes! No, it's nicely done. Teresa, we are awash with prolific writers currently visiting our shore. Thank you, Marva. Uh, this one author wrote The Translator, which was a New York Times 100 Notable Books of the Year in 2006. That's a long time ago. She's delivering the fourth in memoriam lecture for Nadine Gordimer at the Joburg Theatre. Um, what, tonight? Oh, jeez, look at you. Mr. Art's Diary about town. Who is she? Lela Abulela. Yes! Yeah. You people are nerds. <laughs> Lita, what is the title of the book by Greek author Harris? I'm I was trying to avoid this in the surname. Dusmetsi, about the killing of apartheid's architect, Hendrik Vervoort. Have a listen to this clip. There are examples of people who played an important role in South African history who were not you know, emphatically in, you know, the Communist Party or MK or the trade union movement or they were, they were kind of independent. You could think and that's not the author. That's just Richard Pitchell's talking about the But those people, you know, they, they had a certain amount of cultural capital. And even though they weren't, you know, partisans of a specific organization, they could be remembered later and in Rick Turner's case after his assassination um, by, by friends, by people who had a certain kind of power. He has someone... Thank you, Richard. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. I'm going to take a guess. Excellent book. It reads well. Amazing research. And I think it's a good candidate for the next Ellen Payton Award. I think it's one of the most important nonfiction works of this year. I'll take a guess. Mm -hmm. The Life and Times of Hendrik Verwood. <laughs> 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 Teresa? The Man Who Killed Apartheid. Dot, dot. That, that um, Dimitri Sefendas. I'll give you a point. You. The life of Dimitri Sefendas. I have it in my book bag right now, actually. I'm busy reading I it. I highly recommend it. It's, it's really, really, really excellent um, for, for all sorts of reasons. Uh, two of the many reasons why it's an important book and an interesting book. 
is firstly because it demonstrates that he was not mad, quite literally, mm -hmm. as the apartheid government claimed. And the second, which is really interesting from a moral point of view, is that he was not apolitical, that he was deeply motivated by yeah. communist politics to, to kill Fervurt, which mm. raises an interesting question, particularly in jurisprudence, yeah. whether there is a moral defense of breaking the law yeah. in the service of, of a good outcome. So really, really, I can't recommend it enough. It's a, it's a book which is an easy enough read for Christmas. It doesn't matter that, it, that it's Christmas. You can actually take it with you to uh, Cape Town or Etequini. It really is uh, worth worth getting. Okay, whose turn is it next? I'm getting old. The next question is for Teresa. Um, oh, yes. Okay, yes. Take Hi. a listen to this clip. Who's the author speaking? And what is the title of the book being discussed in it? Well, Chris is a very successful and very wealthy architect living in his little white Cape Town bubble. Um, and he has his own issues, you know, dealing with a sense of rootlessness, um, not really belonging. He even uh, lacks a leg. So he has only one leg and has to hobble around on crutches. Yep. Um, just to kind of drive home his sense of not being grounded, you know, mm. in his in his he's a liminal character in his society, in his country, in his social life, in his work life. Yeah, Bo? I feel I should be able to make an educated guess, but She I, always says it and then she gets the no, answer right I, anyway. Um I, I I can't even start, no idea. Okay. Do you know? Mm -mm. It's Mark Winkler? Oh, okay. And that's the first novel he had written. I, I've now bought all his books. I, I read this one. I just picked it up. It's been on my shelf for years, literally. Didn't read it. Did so a couple of months ago, and I just, just fell in love uh, with with his work. An exceptionally simple theory of absolutely everything. I think you'd, you'd, you'd enjoy it. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, let's see whether we can get you a few more points uh, later. <laughs> uh, this is a bit slow, man. Three points if you get this right. How's that? Eh? Okay, okay. Three points if you get the following right. After spending 10 years in the corporate world, Sishle Kumalo felt that he needed a break from it all and also wanted to live a life for at least a year with no responsibilities. Uh, with his 30th birthday approaching, must have been a long time ago, he decided to travel from Cape to Cairo by public transport, a once-in-a-lifetime exercise. What is the title of the book that chronicles those adventures? I know what the cover of the book looks like. And it's a very cool title as well. Oh my gosh, I can't. Um, um. I'll give you a clue. Part of the title is a reference to a stereotype about our continent. How is Africa sometimes caricatured? Wow, it's completely escaped me. I could draw you the picture of what the, type, <laughs> the cover looks like. But I have... Oh my gosh. Africa is the what continent? The dark continent. Okay, work with it. Hmm... I'll give you another clue. That's the most I can do for Christmas. Okay, okay, okay. So work with that as the first part of the title. And then the rest of the title is a, a reference to my behind. Can I say that word on radio? What? <laughs> You're quoting. When you are quoting, it is legit. There's a difference between 
you know, let's be cunning linguists about this. If you are hurling the word as an insult, okay. we might take you to the BCCSA. But when you are quoting, then it's a different story. You are quoting for purposes of discussing. Okay. So what is it in full? So we said the dark continent and the quoted word. Um Teresa, help us out. Uh, dark continent, my black ass. <laughs> <laughs> she said that word very quickly. <laughs> Tell me out the score for me, the auditors, and let's see what the points are. Uh, sort of 60% into today's lit quiz. And you folks with the cheap seats, how are you getting on playing against our contestants here? I see very few correct answers on my timeline. So either you are... <laughs> A little bit sleepy today, or these questions are genuinely hard. Teresa, hard. you've got seven points. Lita, you've got two. Oh, God. Let's see whether you can catch up on the other side of this. The Literature Corner. 21 minutes, 21 minutes after 11 o'clock. We're having fun. This is the final lit quiz for the year. And uh, Lita's going up against Teresa. Uh, quite a gap between them, but let's see what happens in the last <laughs> 10 minutes. Your next question, Teresa. Here we go. Renowned chef Lesejo Semenya shares his recipes for well-loved township dishes, each with a unique twist in his new cookbook titled Dijo, My Food, My Journey. What's his Twitter handle? Liz the Chef. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Best white and other anxious delusions. <laughs> Pumlani Piccoli wrote a fresh collection of short stories and illustrations that explores themes surrounding the experiences of a generation of young urban South Africans coping with the tensions of social media, language insecurities, and relationships of various kinds. It's a very long sentence, whoever wrote that blurb entry. What is the title of the collection? The Factual State of Severity. Yes! Give her three points. <laughs> Just in general, three points. Three points for that. Teresa, to test your wokeness, this author's debut novel has been described as such by one literary reviewer, quote, pulsing with wit, seduction, and dark humor. House of Stone is a masterful debut that explores the creative and often destructive act of history making. I, I can't think of a simultaneously beautiful and extremely vague description. <laughs> Who's the author? I'm just trying to remember her name. Is mm, it Nasi? No, no, no. Not something Rosa Chuma. Um, yeah, give her a point. <laughs> one point. One point for that, Abel. Half an applause. Stop. Just one point. Just one point. <laughs> what is the name if you want to steal a point of her? Novuyo. Novuyo. Give her another point there. <laughs> Yo, things are heating up here. Don't know what's happening to the maths on the other side. I'm just asking the questions. So next is your turn, Lita. You ready? Okay. Just to make this fun. Okay. What degree did Novio read? We don't read in South We cram in South Africa. Uh, what degree did Novio cram for at Wits University? I'm going to take a wild guess and say sociology. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, what is that? <laughs> Bachelor of Healing. <laughs> no, do you know? No. Law? <laughs> no. BCom in economics and finance. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that interesting? Wow. The details, Teresa, of how 
poaching. I don't think it's my turn. Is it not your turn? It is your turn. Is it? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. No, it's not your turn. You're right. You are so honest. <laughs> <laughs> You're a virtuous human being. Wow. The details of, you know, just how bad and prolific poaching is in the Western Cape. There's an explosive new book, another book I must read before I come back from holiday, which gives first-hand accounts of the illicit hunt for this underwater treasure. What is the title of the book? No. It's not the book I was thinking of. Um, just read The Lost, the lost Underwater Treasure. Yes. Hmm. Yes. I will not lie. I have not seen it yet. Kuena? Um, Poacher. Dash? I don't know anything about the Dash. I can give you the authors. <laughs> Poacher? Confessions from? The ocean. <laughs> the, the what? Underworld? The tape. It is the... Treasure that they take from the oh, underworld. Oh, the Abalone. Underworld. Give her a point. What? Give her a point, yes. <laughs> Poacher confession from the Abalone underworld. The first person to... Hi, man. Where are the applause? <laughs> Neither of us did. <laughs> yeah. Teresa gets a point for that. <laughs> applause, Nyana. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Two points for the first person who can shout out... Both authors' names. Wow. Okay. What Mississippi two? Mississippi three. Kimon de Grief and Shuhud Abada. Oh, sorry, I knew that, but uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't like. Oh wow. Askies. Uh, okay. So now we are. Now it is your turn. Okay. Now it is your turn. This is too easy. The story begins in the, in the 1880s, at the time of the South African gold rush, when a young Percy Fitzpatrick, does one need to continue, uh, worked as an ox wagon transport rider in the old Transvaal. <laughs> there he came across a man who was in the process of drowning a puppy, mm -hmm. the runt of the litter. Mm -hmm. He saved the dog, and the story of his ever faithful and loving companion was born. What is the name of the book? Jack which chronicles these adventures. Jack of the Bush. Yes! And for a bonus point, Teresa, in which town was Sir Percy Fitzpatrick born? Um, I have no idea. Do you? I know where Jock was buried. Oh, look at you. <laughs> where was he buried? Uh, Kruger National Park, just near Afsal Picnic Site. Oh, wow. And why do you know that? Because my family drags me to the Kruger National Park every year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two points if you can guess the, the name of where where he was born. Can I give them the closer name? Whoever shouts out the English one will get the two points. Ekorn, eh? The only word in closer, and I'm sure closer people will set me straight if I'm wrong, that I have those two particular clicks in, in one word. You can think of another one, Mama? Uh-uh. I remember from doing closer non-mother tongue at Rhodes. Unless they were lying to me. Professor Clayton. It was a white guy who told me. <laughs> but he was a professor. <laughs> so, use it, don't use it. Guess. It's the Eastern Cape. How many towns do you know, man? Eastern 
King William Star. Yes! There you go. King William Star. King William Star. Do we have time for a final pair of questions? Okay. So whose turn is it next? Me. It's you. Okay, yes. so that's going to be the last, the last one. Take a listen to this clip. I have been anticipating this moment since the day my sister told me. Since the day my sister told me, Doctor Dr. Tusi had found a lump on her left breast. I never thought it possible for one to experience a myriad of conflicting feelings at the same time. I am furious that the cancer lodged itself in my sister's perfectly healthy body, feasted and left it lifeless. I am furious that I carry the fear of our future in my breath, my voice. Okay, so who's the author in that clip and what is the title of her book that she is uh, reading from? I want to say Zolaka Mandela whispering to hope, but it's it's not congruent with the story that's being told in the clip. Um, Teresa? I don't know, but I feel like I want to read the book now. <laughs> no Zizwe. Cynthia Jelle. And the title of the book? The Ones with a Purpose. Yes, we'll give her two <laughs> points. There you go. There you go. While the auditors verify the points. Literature Corner. Yes, and we have tallied up the points. Lita, not too badly. Eight points. Okay. Yeah, congratulations. All right. Congratulations. Yo, we have a dearth of applause today. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> but the champion again. We'll skip January because we will all be half asleep the first week of January. And we'll bring you maybe in February again. So every it was that one last last month is Teresa with 15 points. Nicely done. Thank Welcome you. back. <laughs> Thank Nicely you. done. Wow, I think that's the most I've ever got. Yeah, it is. Have a wonderful. Well, not wonderful bad for a first try. Not at all. That what are you guys sense. reading currently, Teresa? What are you reading at the I'm moment? I'm reading the Dimitris Fentas book. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. What are you reading, or what? What are you guilty <laughs> for not reading, but you want to read now? I am currently reading Song of Solomon by Toni Morrison and The Smornable Body by Titi Dangaremba. And oh, wow, Tabo uh, Mbeki, eh? reading three books at the same time. <laughs> yeah, well, I forgot about this. Okay, nicely done. Enjoy the festival and thanks so much for coming in. Thank you for having me.